Hey, and welcome to Financially Savvy, Spiritually Sound. Using biblical principles, we'll teach you to love God and manage money. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, everybody. This is Nikisha back with another episode of Financially Savvy, Spiritually Sound. In this episode, I want to talk about a rather sensitive issue, and that is giving when it hurts. I want to address the financial enabler. As Christians, we've been taught to give, to give to everyone, to give unconditionally, and to give without restrictions. Today, I want to address the issue of when that giving actually hurts. I'm not just talking about that it hurts the person who is giving, although we do know that when people give unconditionally without securing their own financial foundation, they often put themselves at risk. But I also want to address giving when it hurts the receiver. This is what we call being a financial enabler. The reason this can be a touchy subject is because usually the person who is doing the giving doesn't really see that they are really hurting the person that they are giving to. And of course, the person who is receiving only looks at it as a blessing. They don't see the damage that is being done to them. So when are we enabling? We are enabling when we are doing something for someone that they are able to do for themselves. To be clear, I'm not talking about when we help someone who is not able to help themselves, such as our elderly parents or grandparents or someone who may have found themselves in a difficult situation occasionally. I know that as I'm talking, if you are in this situation, someone is coming to mind, whether it's a friend or a relative who always seems to come to you for help. Maybe it started out as once, but now it has turned to multiple times that this person is relying on you to save them. And each time, maybe their situation to them seems to be something that is simply out of their control. These are the times when I'm challenging you to ask yourself, am I really helping this person by always giving to their financial needs? Have you considered that God might be trying to teach them something? And by you coming in to save them, you continuously interrupt the discipline that God is trying to give them. Hebrews 12, 11 says, no chastening for the present seems to be joyous. Or in the NASB, it reads, for the moment, all discipline seems not to be pleasant, but painful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. I've been in this situation where I've wanted to shield my relatives from all hurt. So I kept stepping in to try and save them. But the result of that was they never changed their habits and continued to need my help. They never hit rock bottom where they actually had to call on God they continued to rely on me. And the last consequence of that was I always found myself in lack and needing something when I was giving my extra or my overflow or abundance to them. This is one of the ways God used to get my attention. And then I began to take an assessment of whether my helping was hurting. 
I've witnessed this become a sore spot between spouses when one or the other is not in agreement with the giving that is done to relatives by that person, especially when their giving puts their own family in a financial hard place. The Bible talks about this. In 1 Timothy 5, 8, it says, but those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. When any giving is done outside of the household, that is between a husband and wife, both parties need to be in agreement. We have to consider that one party may be able to see something that the other of us is not able to admit. Let's talk about another way that this might be hurting the receiver. The Bible has a lot to say about work. Has the receiver found themselves in a hardship or financial situation because they are unwilling to work or unwilling to keep a steady job? Let's look at 2 Thessalonians 3, starting at verse 10. For even when we were with you, we used to give you this order. If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. For we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies. Let's stop right there. Have you seen in that person's life that you're always having to give to, that they always have excuses, they're always doing a lot of things, but they're not really, really steadily working? That may be a sign that you don't need to continue to enable them to stay in a state where they don't have to work consistently. Let's continue. In verse 12, it says, Now we command and exhort such, such persons in the Lord Jesus Christ to work peacefully and to eat their own bread. But as for you, brothers and sisters, do not grow weary of doing good. If anyone does not obey our instruction in this letter, take special note of that person so as not to associate with them so that he will be put to shame. Again, are we saving people financially because we don't want to see them put to shame? Let's look at Proverbs 26, 16. It says, the lazy person is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can give a discreet answer. Have you seen where this person may always have excuses for why they are not taking one step or another or why these things consistently happens to them? When you try to give them feedback, are they receptive of it or do they always answer with another excuse? Because Proverbs says that a lazy man is very wise in his own eyes, saying that it's very difficult for them to take advice from someone. Proverbs 10.4 says, A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. So again, I ask, is your helping actually hurting? Is your financial support allowing someone to stay in a situation where they are not dependent upon the Lord, where they are not working diligently, or where they have not been pressed to develop their own gifts so that they can see the fruits of their labor. If you've answered yes to any of those questions, just remember, God expects us to be good stewards of everything that he has given us. That also includes our financial resources. And though we want to bless others through our giving, 
We want to make sure that we are being helpful and not being enablers. And the only way to do this is to be led by the Spirit with our giving. In conclusion, when it comes to giving, we have to be sure that our giving is not actually hurting. We do not want to take away one's ability to provide for themselves. Neither do we want to stand in the way of them developing a deeper relationship with the Lord. We have to be careful if our helping is actually hurting. Again, the only way to be sure is to check this with the Holy Spirit. If you need help becoming a good steward of your finances, check out our website at financiallysavvyspirituallysound.com. And if you would like to partner with us to continue to get this teaching out, do so at paypal.me backslash Nakisha. And until next time, remember, love God and manage money.